You're listening to I Love This, You Should Too with Samantha and Indy. Welcome back to I Love This, You Should Too, a podcast with Indy and Samantha. How are you, Indy? <laughs> I'm doing all right. We're um, we're both in a very silly mood today. I don't know. We're too tired or something's going on. But uh, we thought, hey, let's just do a podcast. Why not? Why be ready for things? Let's just go for it. That's how you should live your life. Yeah. Don't prepare just go do it. Just go do it. This podcast, in case we haven't explained how it works in the last few episodes. Isn't this like episode 15? I have no idea. I should know. You should know. <laughs> I'm on it. Samantha and I have very different tastes in a lot of things. And throughout this podcast, we've been sharing a movie that we really like with the other to uh, varying degrees of success. But today it is Samantha's turn to share something with me, which I'm very excited terrified about but either way before we start doing that first of all we're drinking a uh sunrise to sunset saison it's called canuck empire or it's by no from that's a brewery. canuck empire brewery. i've never heard of them but i uh didn't really care for it all that much it wasn't my favorite yeah it was just okay and we were saying that i think we're such beer snobs that okay just doesn't okay it. just doesn't do it for us anymore yeah we're like send us good beer Yes, yeah, send us. Send us good beer, guys. <laughs> Watch Canuck Empire is ready to sponsor us, but then we trash talk their and they're beer. they're like, oh, take it out of shipping. Get it out of there. <laughs> yeah. So, Indy, what are you watching right now? So there's the show that I'd heard about years ago and never got the opportunity to watch. It's uh, The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail. So it's a stand-up comedy show. And uh, what it is, it's uh, Jonah Ray, who does, like, mystery science theater and all sorts of other stuff i'm sure but that's where i knew him from first and camille nanjiani who's a really funny comedian he's on silicon valley he wrote and starred in that movie the big sick which did really well so really a lot of good people movie. know him from that i cried yes yeah i think a lot of us <laughs> cried. We, we both cried <laughs> um but beyond that he has been um in so many shows usually just as a as a bit part a lot of the time, and he's a big X-Files fan, which is fun. Oh. He used to have a, the best X-Files podcast. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it was so good. I'm going to have to check it out. But then he stopped like halfway through because he got too famous. Oh, yeah. He got, probably got busy. Yeah. Doing like famous people he, stuff. I credit him with bringing the X-Files back because it's had two seasons in the last few years. Huh. And I think the resurgence in interest was largely because of him. And then he was in it when it came back. Was he? Yeah, he was in an episode. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it wasn't the best episode, but still. I've only seen like maybe six episodes of The X-Files. I really want to do The X-Files on this show then. Excellent. Okay. I've Excellent. watched them all with you, I think. Oh, yeah, because that's while, while I was listening to the podcast, yeah. I was watching everything. Oh, yeah, I was talking about that show, The Meltdown. So what it is, is it's a live recording of a comedy show that they would host in this uh, little comic book shop in L.A., and so there's a lot of uh, really famous comedians. Wait, maybe not a lot of really famous comedians. A lot of comedians that I like a lot. And I recognize them. I was kind of about to leave for the day and I walked through and you were watching it. And I was like, oh, I know who they are. I know who they are. But it's this group of friends that like. Yeah, they do a lot of things. Yeah. Together. Like um, 
Um, Adam Scott's in it, Eugene Merman, John Daly, Nick Offerman, uh, TJ Miller, Pete Holmes, uh, Garfunkel and Oates came by and did music. I like um, them. John Hodgman, Todd Glass. Todd Glass is a little annoying sometimes, but you know. Uh, Paul Shear, Rob Hubel. I think I've talked about them before, but they <laughs> were people. on this yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing I like most about it is because it's such a small thing, comedians will often come in and do really weird stuff. Stuff that isn't like mainstream and saleable. Yeah, or they'll just do um, just like whatever, like one off. They'll just, it'll be a comedian who does a lot of stand up, but for this one episode, they're going to do, I'm just going to do a 10 minute set all in character, this character that I just created. <laughs> and sometimes they make it up like right in the back. Oh. Sometimes they go like, I'm going to do this magic trick, and it goes terribly. Um, I have it on in the background right now, and Michael Eden Black, who I've talked about in the past, is currently on it. And he's wearing a white suit and has an arrow through his head in like the the old classic way. So yes. they just do um they do bits and a lot of really weird bits. There's this comedian called Brett Gilman? Brent Gilman? Either one of those two. And he does a lot of really weird stuff, but on this show he would do this thing called Gelmania. It's a real sensory assault. It's just, oh. um, it's disturbing. There'll be like a large man in a bunny mask and tutu jumping around and there's like lightning crashing and then he's like screaming into a microphone. But it's somehow funny, at least it is to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what I've been watching. Also, one little thing to say about uh, Gelman, he had this show. It took place in New York in a really giant theater, or at least it looks like it did. And it has a, a big audience and they're all wearing tuxedos and they're all very old. And he does this song and dance called 1000 cats and he just goes through 1000 cats and goes like oh i am the robot cat and like and then there's all these just there's 1000 different cats and he enacts oh. them all and then that sounds exhausting sometimes there's like i'm cats 300 through 700 we oh are so they skip the forward group, okay so. okay but then i was thinking like, like a bit where he just did every single cat yeah and it's just a large man in a unitard and he's bouncing around doing that and then um at one point there's um like nazi cats but then the messiah cat comes and it goes 1000 cats 1000 stories 9000 lives (laughs) (laughs) anyways go look that up people i I rambled quite a bit about nothing for a while there that was fun well, Ooh. that's why we have a podcast, because yeah. you guys have it on auto-download, and you're going to listen to it on Monday morning when you're super sleepy in your bathroom and trying to wake up and going, what did they even talk about? Yeah, podcasts are great for people who um, who have lots to say and think that somebody cares. <laughs> I care. Okay, you're the one. My mom cares. So lately, I've been watching, called. it's called Dead to Me. It's got... Um, your favorite Linda Cardellini. I really do like Linda Cardellini. I don't think she gets enough work. And Christina Applegate in it. I don't like Christina Applegate yeah. either. Yeah, they're they're a really interesting duo. Oh, uh, she just turned around and um, Michael Ian Black and Ron Funches were making up. Yeah, it's exactly what I expected to see on the screen. Anyway, Linda Cardellini plays kind of this free spirited. Um, hippie-ish girl who is like formerly married to um, a very, very rich man. So she kind of never had to grow up and just kind of does her own thing and works because she loves it and she's an artist. And uh, Christina Applegate plays this really high-strung realtor. Them together as like a pairing is really interesting because they really like push each other's buttons and it's fun. Is it a comedy? 
It's kind of a comedy drama. Because I only saw maybe two minutes of it while you were watching it, and it looked like straight, very dramatic drama. It was very dramatic in the end. The beginning was kind of funny. Um, But it's a really, it's a well-written show. It's kind of, um, Christina Applegate's husband dies in like a hit and run. And then the show kind of slowly, the way it like meanders through and unravels the whole crime. And I won't ruin it for anybody because it's like, it's kind of a current show. There is a season two coming out at some point. They were oh, renewed cool. for a second season. So that's that's awesome. Nice. Um, but it's it's a really nice show and it's it's shot really nicely. So, Did you ever see Christina Applegate's show Samantha Who? No, but I do want to watch it. I remember watching that and actually quite liking it. I think you might like that one. It seems like something you'd watch. Is it because my name is Samantha? That's 80% of it. <laughs> but then the actual show is the rest of it. Nice. Nice. I uh, look forward to you making me watch that. I'm not, no, I'm going to make you. You're going to want to watch it. I'm going to watch it on my own. It's, yeah. You won't have to make me do anything. So last time it was your pick. This time it's my pick. Are you ready? I am. Is it fair to say that so far in this very short experiment, you've liked my movies a little better than I've liked yours? Yes. We've discovered I have shitty taste in movies. But would we say that you've liked my movies more than you've liked your own? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're right. So I'm a, I'm a little hesitant, but I just hope that this one is one that you like at least. I do like it. Cool. I okay. do like it. Um, so this movie came out uh, when I was in grade 11. And for those of you who... What year would that be? 2005. 2005. So for those of you who don't know me, I went to a arts high school. My aunt affectionately calls it hippie high and uh there's big musical theater department big theater department we're watching a musical we're watching a musical Mm. but this when it came out in grade 11 there probably wasn't like a break in between classes where someone wasn't singing it in the hallway i uh did a lot of theater myself yes you did I acted in um, in like middle school and high school and into university and then after university a bit mm-hmm. too. And I feel like I think I know where you're going. I like a lot of types of movies. So yes. I think maybe based on picking things like Blade Runner, you might not realize I love musicals. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of great musicals, but there's some that I haven't seen. A few that I do hate, absolutely, because a mm-hmm. bad musical is just yes. bad. But I think I know where you're going, but I'll... I'll not say anything. <laughs> we are going to watch the 2005 movie adaptation of the Broadway musical Rent. Rent. I've never seen Rent and it's somehow a um a, a strange blind spot for someone who knows all of the words to like Cabaret and West Every Side Story. Every musical ever, yeah. I've never even really listened to Rent. So I love Rent, mm-hmm. um, and I think you should too. Oh, right, right. Oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's this hit podcast. Do you want to know a little bit about it? Can we do what we often do where I guess what I think? So what do you know about Rent? Okay, these are the things I know. I know that it's about New York. Yes. It's about like living situations, but I guess that's in the name. <laughs> but it's that's like an actual plot point. It's not just called that for no reason. Yes. I know that there's a song that goes like 7,382 and a half minutes. 
Is that one? Yes. Okay. Not those numbers. No, but there's like, it says a bunch of numbers. Right. And there's that other song that goes like, where is the rent? I must have the rent. Dollars, nickels, pennies. I need them all right now. I've heard you sing this multiple times when I've talked about rent. Yeah, that's from rent. It's not from rent. Is it from rent too? No, there's no rent too. I think it's from rent too. It's not. Um, Unless you wrote rent too. There's no there's no rent too. And right there you can all guess that all the acting I did was not musical theater. I'm not a singer. <laughs> I know that Tay Diggs is in it. Yes. So do you want to know a couple of the people who are in it? Yeah. So Rosario Dawson. Oh. I didn't know that she could sing. Yeah, she can. Huh. Um, Idina Menzel. I've heard of her because she's frozen. Is she's her? Elsa. She also played Elphaba in Wicked. And she was also Rachel's mom on Glee. <laughs> I've never seen Glee either. That's okay. Um, so you mentioned Tay Diggs. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Silverman's in this. Silverman! Yes. Oh, she, I think she was on The Meltdown as well, probably. Probably. It seems like something. The rest of her cast was, at least. Yeah. Um, and then Anthony Rapp. Not Alan Tudyk. That's, I get the mixed up all the time. Yeah. I think it's the same person. It probably is. They're probably... Is Anthony Rapp, was he in Star Wars or Star Trek? Mm, I'd have to look that up. <laughs> okay, because there's one in each. Is there? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So Anthony Rapp was in Star Trek. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. He's on the new one, Discovery. Yes, yes. That people hate because there's women in charge. <laughs> but not just one woman. We could deal with one woman. But there's two women? Oh, my God. One of them's black and one of them's Asian. And everyone was real angry about yes. it. Yes. It's also just a mediocre show, which is sad. But So what else do you know about Rent? I think that's about it for things I know. I have some th- I have some theories about it as well. Do you know any of the themes in it? These are things that I'm not sure if I heard or just by judging that it's a musical about the the time that it's about. Do you know when it's set? 80s or 90s? Somewhere so in there. So it's 1989 and 1990. So it's set okay. over the course of a year. I think it has to do with HIV and the kind of uh, almost hysteria about it at that time. Mm-hmm. And it has to do about rent. That's the only thing. <laughs> and rent. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's going to be a bunch of like, we're struggling artists living here in, not Brooklyn, because Brooklyn wasn't the place then. I don't know. Somewhere in New York. But somehow we have this really expensive giant place. Like how in, on Friends they... So you're, you're close. I think it's going to be a lot more gritty than you think it is. Oh. Yeah. Can I have, theorize again? Yes. I think it's not going to be as gritty as you remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. Because this is a movie right. from 2005 talking about poverty in 89. I feel like it's going to be so, polished. Yes, probably a little more polished. But um, it's based on the Broadway musical that came out in 1995. Okay. So it was like kind of of the time um, and it was very recent past. Yeah, but the movie is... 10 years after yes and and that could did they lose a lot in that i don't think so i have never actually seen rent but i've read the like wait you've never seen this movie no i've never seen the broadway show oh like live like live. okay okay. but i've read the script (laughs) right and And i know all the songs i know all the songs and i've heard the soundtrack from broadway as well and it's very true to like both versions are very true like nothing was changed okay musically 
Um, the film features six of the original actors f- playing their Broadway roles. Oh, that, that seems like a bad idea. Broadway actors in it. It's a good idea, though. Hey, get the Broadway people on the movie yeah. because they can actually sing. Yes. But also, it's ten years later. Yeah. So are they? They're like struggling young artists in it, no? Yeah. But now they're middle-aged struggling artists? Okay. Do you become middle-aged in 10 years? I don't know the definition of middle-aged, because I referred to the your 30s as middle-aged, but apparently that's not... Are you only not... living to 60? I guess I didn't take it so literally. I thought it was like the, the middle of the good stuff. I guess... <laughs> I like that. I feel like, yeah, anywhere in your 30s is all middle-aged. But that means that... That means that yeah, I'm... you're middle-aged. We're both middle-aged. Oh my god. But it no, didn't but seem bad to me because... No, but that means I'm only living to like 62. I don't know. I, everything, I think, when you're a kid or you're a teenager seems so much older. The idea of being 31 is like, oh yeah, I'll have like three kids by then and be married and like live in Sherwood Park. Gross. It didn't happen. Good. I saved you. <laughs> you saved me and now From we... a life of mediocrity and... <laughs> Mundanity? Mundanity? What is the word? Mundaneness. That's not it. Mundanocrity. Uh, yep, that's the one. <laughs> Mundanocrity. Um, no, instead we're super cool and we have a podcast. And oh, I think that... that makes it sound so much worse. <laughs> no, I think... <laughs> oh, I'm in my 30s and I just have a podcast. You have a very oh. good job and you have a podcast. Okay, let's move on. I'm getting okay. sad. Okay, sorry guys. So, should we watch the trailer? Yeah, let's watch it. What movie is this again? <laughs> Rent. Oh yeah. Let's here's the trailer from Rent, the movie. There are times when we're dirt broke and hungry and freezing. And I ask myself, why the hell am I still living here? All life is yours to No. Bunch of us are getting together tonight. Would you like to come with us? Sure. how lucky you were that we were all friends but it was us baby told the lucky ones revolution studios presents the musical phenomenon that defined a generation What do you think? I don't know. Okay. Because sometimes I'll watch a trailer and, and get more excited. Sometimes I'll think, oh, now it looks terrible. But this one, it seemed very unremarkable for the most part. I didn't recognize the main song. Is that like a famous song? Um, oh, I guess they say it at the end. It's No Day But Today. So No it's, Day But Today. That's so that's one. Um, one of the finales. Okay. Yeah. 
So at one point, I did laugh out loud when I think I you wasn't did. supposed to. They all kind of punched their fists towards the camera collectively, and some were standing on tables and stuff. Yeah. And I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but it was very funny. <laughs> okay. Do you think you're going to like it? I don't know. Okay. I wonder if it's going to have to win me over with the music or maybe there'll be a character or two that I really latch on to because right through that trailer, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to take away from it. Hmm. I think it shows you very little for a trailer, which is good because I feel like trailers too often spoil the story for you. Yes. But I think this one, maybe it's because they think that if you're coming to see Rent the movie, it's because you love Rent. And you already know. Because it's... Most people know yeah. it, right? And I think one of the things when this movie was coming out was that it was a lot of, like, theater people and, like, musical theater, right. like, buffs who were like, oh, they're going to make Rent the Movie. Oh, I'm it's like, probably the most annoying audience to ever be in. I'm half excited, <laughs> but also, like, terrified they're going to ruin it. Like, right. with any book adaptation, right? Like, you're worried that it's just going to be shitty. Yeah. So I think that they purposely didn't show a lot just because they didn't want to upset anybody oh yeah that makes sense i guess because like there are people who are like no this is what that scene should look like yeah i've acted it or like i've directed it and i know what it's supposed to look like so i think that like by not showing a whole bunch of stuff that um would not just give away the story but also like give away how they decided to kind of film it theatrically right i think that they're kind of protecting themselves and making sure that people are still going to see it when was the last time you saw this movie? Five to ten years ago. Okay. Between five and ten years ago. I can't sure. remember exactly when I watched it last, but I know I've seen it because I remember singing along to it. And you first saw it when it came out in 2005? Yes, I saw it in theaters in 2005. Okay. And in 2005, you were probably had some big expectations going into it, right? So I didn't really get into musical theater until kind of grade 11 grade 12 like at this point okay so i don't think i really knew a lot about rent i know my friends were very excited but i kind of got into it because i saw the movie mm-hmm. so you weren't a diehard fan you were just uh, someone getting into it and it like made you more interested in yeah it. and i okay. remember i like owned the cd i remember listening to it all the time on my disc man, <laughs> which is very cool it might have been an ipod at that point i think in grade in one of the grades i had an ipod it might have been grade 12 though but yeah i just remember really enjoying this and actually listening to the trailer was kind of nostalgic for me like it, it kind of brings back those like first love of musical theater moments oh that's fun yeah you know, I like hope sounds I don't ruin and it for smells you. <laughs> and like that kind of thing can be yeah. very nostalgic. I think that that was very nostalgic for me. That makes sense. One thing I know about you is that you don't like movies where they sing every single word. Yes. Is this one of those? So there is an hour and 35 minutes of music uh-huh. for a two hour and 15 minute movie. Oh, no. Huh. Hold your judgment. So first, my my first, oh, no, is that it's over two hours long. So I love a lot of musicals and almost all the ones I love, actually all the ones I love, the songs tend to be quite isolated. Yes. I like how in the world of cabaret, the songs are often on stage there. Being that performed, yeah. That they're, um, they're diegetic. 
Um, and even when they don't have songs that just the characters break into, they are kind of isolated mm-hmm. and they are fully songs. Yeah. Uh, My Fair Lady is super long, but it has all these songs and musical breaks throughout, yes. but they don't just bleed into everything. They start off in dialogue often, but they'll turn into full-fledged songs. So it's not like they're singing every single conversation that they have. Good, because that would be insufferable. They do have regular conversations and then break into song. That seems all right. I just don't yeah. like it when people are singing, but it is not a song. There is just a lot of songs. Okay, that seems yeah. all right. I don't like when they're just singing dialogue. I remember that was my biggest complaint about Frozen, which I do like that movie. You that do. It seemed the most Broadway of Disney musicals because they would just be singing lines back and forth. Yes. And I hadn't seen that before and I did not care for it. So there's like a balance between kind of singing lines and then songs that are kind of appropriate for the moment. So I know that you have some feelings about this director. It's directed by Chris Columbus. Huh. It's not that I have some feelings about him. It's that he's he's so, like, he's just so bland. Oh. And I maybe that's why when I saw the trailer, I thought it looked unremarkable. Right. It didn't look bad or good. And I think that's when you bring Chris Columbus in. You're like, hey, I got this big thing. I don't want someone to... Blow it who doesn't know what they're doing. I don't want someone to try too hard and like try to create their own thing and blow it that way. So we play it nice and safe and we get Chris Columbus in there. So that makes it seem like he would have done a good job then because Rent does have a following and it's got like a way that it should look. Yes, uh, he did the first Harry Potter. Yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. A good movie. Yeah. But it's it doesn't have... um. Like, nearly the power visually or thematically that uh, Prisoner of Azkaban does. It's true. Because then they got, like, auteur directors yes. who like to put their stamp who on things. like, crazy. And Chris like... Columbus is a uh, is a director that you don't know. That's how I you know You see Columbus. so many yeah. of his things, but you go like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have known that's him. Because he doesn't put his own personal stamp on it. He's a very okay. anonymous director in some ways. In addition to those first two Harry Potter movies he did, uh, he did uh, the Home Alone movies, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, that Percy Jackson thing. I haven't uh, seen that. Pixels. So he does a lot of really big movies, but that don't necessarily have a uh, have a very specific look to them. Okay. So are you excited? I am because I feel like this is something that I missed it's something that I would probably get around to watching at some point on my mm-hmm. own, but it wasn't at the top of my list. But yeah, I'm excited to see this one. So why did you miss it? What were you doing in 2005? So I was in university, and that's probably when I was getting more into film like theory. I'd been, been making movies before that, but I was really getting... A, I was probably in my pretentious artist phase because I was in my early 20s and... Uh, going to university and that kind of stuff. So I wasn't doing as much theater then because I was doing more film stuff. So maybe that's why I wasn't so interested in it. But honestly, I don't remember it coming out. I remember huh. Rent as being a as a musical. Yeah. But I don't remember the movie coming out. So huh. I'm not sure how it, how it got by me. Interesting. I think it was just because I was going to school with a bunch of like musical theater nerds. Yeah. I, and I was... Going to school with a bunch of musical theater nerds. I had a drama minor. But maybe they knew that you, like, hated actors. Yeah, I tried not to to hang out with the musical actor type ones as much. Actors are, uh, are quite <laughs> annoying. Being someone who has 
acted on screen. I pretend on screen. You pretend? Yeah. You don't act? No, I'm just pretending up there. Okay. Actors are, a lot of the times, they're uh, pretty full of themselves. Well, you have to be a certain bit to to have it in your mind that I'm going to go and talk and people want to watch me do that. I'm sorry, there's an ego involved. Yeah, just like I think this is kind of weird because... I'm just saying, like, I think people want to hear me talk right now. It's good. Yeah. It's more that I just get to talk to you. And then if people listen, that's awesome. That's too. awesome, too. Yeah. I mean, we're forcing our friends and family to listen to it. So. Oh, I haven't been. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I just put the link out there. And if they watch it, that's cool. I've been, like, taking people's phones and making them subscribe. Oh. <laughs> I should get more uh, more militant about that, then. Subscription by force. Yeah. But we've been getting good reviews, so. Good. From our friends and family. <laughs> yeah. My mom thinks I'm real cool. <laughs> All right, this is a little off topic, but I think it kind of relates since we're talking about musicals. But is it true that they're making a Cats movie right now? Like the Cats musical? Yes, they are. And Taylor Swift's in it. Oh. I don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so every now and then I um like make up funny stories about the world and... So I'm not sure if this is real or I just made it up. Uh, the Cats movie does exist, so that part at least is right. Is it true that in the movie they're just like actual CG cats and then they just have like the faces of the actors pasted on top of it kind of? So it's like a little, it's a little kitty, but then it has an Idris Elba face on it. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. I think it's... I think it's, like, professional dancers and actual singers. In this movie, I'm really hoping that it's just CG cats, because then I will totally see it, because it's just going to be cats singing. It'll be really cute. But then it has, like, Idris Elba's face on it, and he's like, Roy, I'm a fucking cat over here. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen cats. Have you ever seen cats? No. Okay. But <laughs> Idris Elba, I just want him to be like Stringer Bell or Luther, and but then uh, the body of a cat, and that would be the best movie ever. Okay, this is something we haven't done before, but we had to interrupt because we were just talking about there being a cats movie, and the trailer is out, so we just watched it, and I would feel very remiss if we didn't say anything about it because, oh my god, it's like an animal nightmare ballet. (laughs) So there's the trailers out for cats. What do you think about it, Sam? Um, So I want to start this off by saying I love Taylor Swift. You love her like an unhealthy amount. But... Holy crap, what is that? What is it? So I don't understand why you would like like cause she's a pretty big famous person. Like well, there's a bunch there's of really a bunch big of, famous there's people. There's like a whole bunch of famous people in this. Like why would you decide to do a CGI cats reboot? Are they CG? They're CG. There's a makeup and they're in tights and makeup and CG? Yes. It looks uncanny, and it looks hellish, and it looks like I would have nightmares. Mm. And they're also tiny, which at first was super cute, but then it got really scary. Because they're too small even for cats. Yes. They're like mouse-sized, kind of. Yeah, because they're like giant chairs and stuff in the background in one shot, and it just doesn't really make a lot of sense with how big cats actually are. Yeah. I think the person who made this doesn't know, has never seen a cat. (laughs) <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Well, yeah. Is it, well, I'm just going off things I saw in cartoons. Yeah. Oh, they're really small. Yeah. I like that place. <laughs> is it Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yes. So he's like 
the Joel Schumacher of theater. It's the equivalent of having just explosions all the time. He gives things that the masses want and that critics and uh, snobs like me hate. Although maybe critics love Cats? Maybe. Do you Have you seen Cats? I So I haven't seen the movie and I haven't seen it on Broadway, but my stepmom and I go to a musical every Christmas time at like a local community theater and usually they're pretty good um we barely made it through the first act of cats and left and went shopping instead it looks very bad we like I just don't understand it and I don't know why like I don't understand why anybody would want to watch it (laughs) (laughs) it's weird it's a lot of spandex um it's a lot of spandex in on people or at least at this show that we did on people who probably shouldn't have been wearing a lot of white spandex (laughs) okay wait let's stop one second there's there's two people in the movie that are larger and they both have to fall down like, that's a thing, like, oh, you know, fat people always falling down. Yeah. Like, what the, why do they have to be comedic relief and falling into buckets and stuff? Yeah, James Corden and Rebel Wilson yeah. both play, like, fat cats. Yeah, not, like, rich New York fat cats. No, like, larger cats. Well-fed cats. <laughs> Well-fed cats, yeah. Well-loved. Um, Well-loved. <laughs> it's just... It's sad to see that being perpetrated in movies still. Yeah. it's It goes along the same vein as, like, sexism. It's, like, bigger people aren't, like, just for comedic value. Uh, apparently they are. The movie Cats told me that. <laughs> well, so, at least fat cats. But then again, if I see, like, a really, really fat cat, it's, I think it is kind of funny. Like a real chubby cat? Chubby kitty? I've seen some chubby cats that are pretty cute. I just can't get behind cats with boobs yeah i i don't like sexy cats it really bothered me that they were trying to sex up cats and then i saw at the end i thought it said it was directed by toby hooper and i was like oh well, that makes sense he's the guy that did like texas chainsaw massacre and poltergeist but it's tom hooper who did what's that really bad movie that russell crowe tries to sing in oh lemes yeah that was that was terrible too oh i liked lamez what i see and i'm a fan of lamez you could be a fan of the play sure but that movie is terrible why would they just not get someone who could sing to sing it's in true it? it's true but it's like live action beauty and the beast it's like well the don't, main... let's not get started on that because that's <laughs> garbage and unnecessary too we'll okay. save it for our me complaining about the modern state of disney episode okay sounds good okay this was a big uh, big tangent but we we couldn't <laughs> Let that trailer just stand because it's ridiculous. But you know what? Kind of want to see it. Are we going to go see it? I I don't want to pay money for it. Okay. But I'll eventually see it. We'll watch it here. And we'll talk about it on the podcast. It looks so ridiculous that I want to see this car wreck of a movie. This is like a three-parter on cats. Yeah. (laughs) This episode isn't even about cats. No. But when I was watching that trailer, the one thing I kept thinking about is... If they just had them look like actual cats, I would go see this movie in a heartbeat. Oh, but then it's just like cats dancing around and there's voice. Yeah, that sounds great. Dancing cats, dancing, singing cats, like Aristocats. Yeah. But they would look like photorealistic, like that Lion King movie. I'd much rather see dancing cats than like a singing warthog. We haven't actually seen the Lion King movie. And I don't want to. We'll watch it. I saw Lion King in the 90s, it was very good. The end. <laughs> the end. Okay. Well, that's our our little bit on cats. Please like 
get in contact with us if you have other thoughts. Yeah. Now back to you, Sam and Indy. Okay, well, we will maybe leave it here and we can go and watch Rent. Mm -hmm. And then we'll meet you back here next week. And we'll uh, talk about and we'll see what Indy thinks. Uh, it's too bad there's no more like blockbuster videos. You could go rent, rent. Go rent, rent. Missed opportunity. I would like to rent, rent, please. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been I Love This, You Should Too. Um, go find us on the social media. And uh, like and subscribe and review. Uh, review on um, Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you're looking on. I think we're pretty much on all of them now. So um, if we're not on your favorite podcast platform, email us at I love this, you should the number two at gmail.com. Or if you have any movies that you think that we should watch, no guarantees that we haven't seen it, but we're always looking for ideas. So you can email us, you can Facebook us, you can Instagram at us. And uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, for rent. For rent. The rent's due next week. Oh, that was good. I hope there's like a person with a gun in this movie and they kick open the door and they like cock their shotgun and they go, the rent is due. And then start shooting. <laughs> I think that's a different movie. Oh, I want to. That's Rent 2 probably. That's Rent 2 that you wrote. If you want to send us your rent parodies, you can. <laughs> I'm not reading any rent parodies. I will. And we'll see you next time. Good night. Or good morning. Bye. Bye. seconds. That's how long it takes to eat a Tootsie Pop. <laughs>